independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We caught him! He's elusive! Except for he won't shut up! We caught him! He's arrested. I do find a little suspicious that he was arrested the day before he was supposed to talk. That being said, uh, not like they don't know where a lot of his donations went, but Sam Bankman Freed, SBF, is in custody. We knew that. But he's fighting extradition. He faces laundry list of charges. Oh, my Lord. Man, charges after charges after charges. He's in a lot of trouble, and the chances are he's going to jail for a while. The founder of FTX, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world, now charged in a scheme that investigators say stole billions of dollars from customers and investors. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Sam Bankman-Fried fighting extradition from the Bahamas as he faces SEC charges and eight counts of criminal fraud, including money laundering and wire fraud. Yeah. And uh, the more that we started to hear about this, the crazier it is. This guy didn't even try. You know, Bernie Madoff, by the way, he would have got away. Was it, uh, I forgot who caught Bernie Madoff. It was actually a, a, a journalist in journalism. We'll talk about journalism a little bit, but that caught Madoff. Essentially. Took him 20 years to build up to that. He didn't start doing it. He started out with intentions of being a broker and a money manager, doing the right thing. And then it kind of got this way. And next thing you know, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. That works for a while. Then all of a sudden, you rob Peter, you rob Paul just to pay, uh, you know, uh, you know, Peter back. But then Peter's robbing Mary and Paul. And, and it, it, it gets a convoluted. It goes south. Oh, my God. He said, too, he always knew he was going to get caught. But it took him a while. 20 years. The day money came in with this cat, he's like, it's my money. You give me a dollar, that's my dollar. Give me another dollar, that becomes my dollar as well. It is a joke. Absolutely. He is going to be facing a very long time in jail. A very, very long time. It is a just so many charges. For all of the intrigue and, and the mysticism surrounding digital currency, this is a good old-fashioned analog-type fraud where you're taking money from one place and doing something with it that you said you wouldn't do. And in that way, the Securities and Exchange Commission said Sam Bankman-Fried was using Alameda Research and all the money from FTX as his own personal piggy bank buying up lavish real estate for his company and for himself and making these risky investments, using it for his own personal lifestyle. Yeah, which he did. Where's his girlfriend? That's the big thing, too. She ran that Alameda thing. How much did she know? I'm sure she knew a lot. He was also him and I guess his higher ups. So the way, you know, people always say, how did the Ritz get Ritz and out pay their fair share and stuff like that? I can tell you one of the big things they do. So let's say I own a company that's worth $200 million, right? Doing quite well for myself. I can go to them 
as the CEO and, you know, to the board and say, all right, you know what? I've got trillions of dollars in stock. I would like to get a loan from the company. And the board would say, yeah, we can loan you money. It's your company. And it's da, 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 and you've got stock to back it and the whole nine yards. And they would say, how much you need? Uh, you need, you know, I'm going to take out five, five million. And we can put it against, you know, and, and here's the way it works. Never intending to pay it back. They know it. So they hand me $5 million as a loan with zero interest at all. Zero interest. Ooh. No interest. But I've got stock to back it up. We have a real company. The whole nine yards, we're making money. It's kind of the way it works. My stock will back it up as collateral, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of, that, that's the way it works. And then essentially, I get the $5 million transfer. Well, there's no taxes on that because it's a loan. So I go out and buy a house. Take money off it like crap. This guy wasn't even trying to do anything real. They said he had zero oversight. He was just running around, taking money wherever he wanted, doing whatever he wanted with it, including, yes, the campaign side of it, which is going to be very much looked at. He was not only taking money and giving it to, as they said, the Dems and the Republicans. We charge that Bankman Freed violated federal campaign finance laws by causing tens of millions of dollars in illegal campaign contributions to be made to candidates and committees associated with both Democrats and Republicans. We'll find out how much that really is. But on top of that, he was taking money and donating it to campaigns and and things in other people's names. (laughs) They're like, wait, what? Yeah, so he not only was screwing the customers, but he was then getting other people in trouble. What did he say yesterday? I'm a vegan. I can't go to jail. You're, you're going to find You'll probably eat some meat. <laughs> I can't believe you said that, Chad. Yeah. This guy's a clown in a major way. And, uh, you know, they talk about fiat funds. So fiat fund is is a dollar bill. It's a, fiat. It's a real thing. That's a tangible. It's a real thing. This isn't. And this hurts the crypto world because do I think there's a place? Yes. Do I think it's as big as some of the people who, who buy into it? No, because here's the thing with the crypto world. Much like a lot of the other stuff. It's Woke Wednesday. We're talking about Woke stuff. It's a fad. At the end of the day, it's a fad. It's a pet rock. If you don't do it right. I think there's a place. But the cultish-like way that it went about, like NFTs, right, non-fungible tokens, fads that these younger kids get into and it becomes the ultimate thing and they threw everything out. He knew what he was doing. He was stealing all the money, uh, you know, but of course the media covered up because we're ultra, he's ultra, he's just, he wants to be giving to the world. But it's a fad. You know, some neat stuff. The blockchain, is it all that in a bag of chips? You know, I saw Moynihan the other day on Bank of America. And yeah, man, of course, he's going to say, well, we can do anything the blockchain could do. We can say, well, yeah, but then it's, you know, you know where it's going. You know, that's the big thing. A lot of it's about, you know, I mean, it's a great place for criminals at this point in time. And there's going to be regulation. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. The love of all of this, the blind allegiance the never asking questions in an area where these people were mining 
for gold, found gold, and then it found out it was fake, still sold it as gold. Even though there's gold out there potentially, the average person now is turned off by it. The true believers might be there. And it'll take a while for their stability. And I've said for this thing to flourish and survive, crypto and stuff, you need one or two that rises, crushes the other ones, and those are the things that left where there's liquidity and the average person's in it and can understand a little bit. But it's very much a, a, a new world. And just like everybody wants their own pronouns, everybody wanted their own currency. <laughs> well, hi, my name's Chad. He, him, they, them, Zer, Zizai, Zizor. I'm like, what's Zizor? Uh, and I have my own currency. <laughs> Say like everything needs to be special. You just can't have anything regular. This guy wanted regular cash and he took it. He took it. Part of the excitement is the unregulated marketplace and stuff. Part of the fear is there is no regulation. There's nothing to back it up. I hold the dollar bill in my hand. It's a dollar. I touch it. I see it. It is backed by the United States of America. That's what it's backed by. And we can get into the feds and the gold. Oh, what a gold stand. It's backed by my country. This is backed by nothing. And it was right for fraud. And that's what happened. And this guy courted Democrats and he says Republicans. We'll see. Because he wanted to crush anybody in his path, regulate the hell out of everybody else. Also giving him potential cover politically and maybe in this situation, uh, uh, you know, criminally. Will any of these people give the money? Look, I don't fault. If if you gave me twenty five hundred bucks as a campaign, I spent it. I don't fault those people for doing that. I don't. That's welcome to the world of, you know, you're not taking money from 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 big labor unions and and all. Of course they are. One hundred percent. Why would you fault somebody for that? That's ridiculous. But you got to do your homework. And, you know, so many people say he's going to get away with he's not going to get away with this. He can claim it's anti-Semitism. No, it's theft. He can claim that it, it that it is it is it's a political hit job. No, it's theft. That's what this is. As one person who arrested him and charged him said, Fraud is fraud. It does not matter the complexity of the investment scheme. It does not matter the amount of money involved. There you go. There you go. This guy, at the end of the day, was a common crook. And he had other people helping him. But it was a small group of people who literally had billions of dollars in their hands. Billions of dollars in their hands with zero oversight. Imagine tomorrow if you came up with an idea and you pitched it and people came to you and within six months or a year, you had several million dollars within a year or two after that, you had billions of dollars and it's you and basically 10 other people. It was theft. It's a crime. He's going to jail. Again, read the movie Get Hard, I think it is. No, it's not one of those movies. It's uh, Will Ferrell. 
and to Kevin Hart. And uh, that way you can learn to be tough because you're going to be in some situations potentially where you might need to throw, you might need to throw down. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do well. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to today, including alternative media. We got a lot of woke stuff as well. Uh, just some interesting, fun stuff. Today's show, I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's huge. It's huge, as Trump would say. Trump's not relevant anymore. And we'll talk a bit about that, too, in the uh, latest poll that's come out, pitting him against DeSantis. And uh, eye-opening if I'm Trump. Right. And is this the time? Is it over now? So much stuff to get to, kids. Eight two three five three eight twenty four twenty three is your text line. Got some text coming up. This portion of the program is brought to you by Better Help H-E-L-P. You know, uh, go out there and look. Go out and look in the world. And what you're going to find out are people are struggling. Vast majority of people are really having serious issues in, in, in just the little things in life. Coping with day-to-day things. Maybe they've got an anger problem. Maybe who knows what it is, and they're fighting. And trying to get in to see somebody is as frustrating as what they're going through. Not with BetterHelp. They've helped place over 3 million people with licensed and vetted therapists. Everything's 100% online, so you avoid the travel, the traffic, the waiting rooms. It's awesome. And it's helped my daughter, who struggles with a bit with uh, my, my eldest, with, with on being on the spectrum and being shy, not being able to make eye contact and, 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 and trouble with words, it's helped tremendously. And it'll help you. Right now, save an extra 10%, very affordable, off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com slash Benson. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash Benson. Right now, you won't be disappointed. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. States? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. Welcome to my Christmas song. I like to thank you for the year. So I'm a Christmas I tell you what. Keep going on and on about it. And I'll keep saying it. We're writing that massive smash hit that will be the Christmas tune. I wonder how much Elton makes off this because he makes a crap ton of money off all of his other stuff. But the reality is, is this is that one that is played year after year. Like, I don't hear a lot of Elton stuff. But every year I'll hear this on 50 different commercials. Ah, man. Again, it's that hit. It's that hit. You can write a Halloween hit, too. It's not the same, though. Christmas, man, you're going to get five, six good run, running weeks of your song being played every single day. Every day. Ah, step. I've done zero Christmas shopping. A little bit for a couple of the kids, but nothing outside. <laughs> it's like when I was younger. Because my birthday is next Tuesday. So when I was younger, I used to say to myself, you know what? I'm not going to start Christmas shopping until after my birthday. Because I think that's fair. Because I want to see what everybody gets me for my birthday. 
so I can then tell them also, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday. But it's Christmas, I know. But you did the same thing to me a few days ago. And so I just want to pay you back. Yeah, but I got to buy for everybody. That's not my fault that I was born in December. Jeez. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. While we're over here enjoying our world, are we going to be sending uh, the Ukrainians a Christmas gift? Uh, the Patriot air defense system. This, as U.S. officials confirm, President Biden is poised to sign off on the supply of long-distance Patriot air defense missile systems to Ukraine. A senior Ukrainian defense official telling ABC News the Patriots would be a, quote, game-changer in the war. It potentially will. We'll talk to our buddy Mike Lyons uh, probably a little bit on Friday uh, about this. Could this be it? Could this be a game-changer? Because we've been holding off on this. And is this a, a potential game changer? It might be. It might be the Christmas gift that keeps on giving the whole year right at the pooter. Maybe. Maybe it is. Oh. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Get a little woke. A lot of stuff to get to. Sit back, kids. Enjoy the ride. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello, everybody. A week from today, the nightmare on the border is going to get worse because uh, the Pandera, the pandemic era, Title 42 goes away. One of the very few things that is working, we're not in the middle of a pandemic. I don't think it should be there. But we are in the middle of a crisis because... We are having a massive amounts of people flood our borders with very little pushback and an administration that is absolutely clownish and derelict in said duty. Oh, wow. So uh, Title 42 is the the. CDC and the and the Trump administration, this was the pandemic uh thing that they put on at the border that essentially says, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You can't come over here. Well, we're not in the middle of a pandemic. It's over. It is. Now, doesn't mean COVID's gone away. It's never going away. I've said basically from the beginning, it's endemic, not pandemic. Once we realize this isn't going to kill 900 million people, it's endemic, not pandemic. It's not going anywhere. It'll be here. So you learn to live with it, through it, around it, etc. But they kept this on. And the Biden administration has fought like hell to get rid of it. And at the same time, they've also asked for a five-week stay because they know what's coming. Our system is a joke. It's being taken advantage of, and it's not good. 
It's not. It's a hot mess. Henry Cuellar, San Antonio, Democrat. Look, you know, we have to understand one thing. You can have a compassionate, uh, dignified way of treating uh, the people that are coming in. But at the same time, you have to enforce the law. And if somebody says, if the law says, you know, you stay, you stay. But if the law says you have to be returned, then you have to be returned. Uh, Right now, we're just not seeing enough of that enforcement of the law. And the impression is, is that the border is open. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody tweets that yesterday. We talked about it. Wait, I'm confused. I thought you, Chad Benson, said that COVID was not an issue anymore. Uh, We didn't care anymore. So why would Title 40 need to stand? It doesn't. It needs to go away. But we need to enforce the GD law, says Henry Quare, a Democrat in Tejas. Oh, Democrats here. Kirsten Sinema. And Mark Kelly, along with several other Democrats who are both at the state level as well as the federal level, have all pointed to the same thing. Our law is a joke. Once people realize the workaround in America is to tell them you're being persecuted and all of these things that are happening, not that you're an economic migrant. And they'll allow you to stay here. They'll catch you and allow you to stay. Then you know, oh, we got a workaround. Title 42, by the way, is only keeping certain groups of people from not entering the U.S. That goes away next week. It is going to be a nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gruesome Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Just got back from Mexicali, which is on the other side of the border wall, had the opportunity to meet with the governor and meet with some international humanitarian leaders, as well as many migrants from Haiti, from Guatemala, uh, and from parts of Mexico that are waiting for their asylum processing right here at the border. So we're here now on the other side uh, in Calexico, and uh, here just to get an understanding, a deeper understanding of what the world looks like pre Title 42 and what it likely is going to look like in a few weeks post Title 42. That's Gavin Newsom. That's Gavin Newsom. Uber progressive, Christian Bale lookalike, having an early dinner in the middle of COVID, sanctuary state having. Wow, we're on the other side. Man, is this going to be a nightmare. Here's something nobody's talking about. Haiti, by the way, is getting ready to implode. It's already a giant nightmare. It is getting ready to implode into absolute desperate and despair, fall apart kind of thing that we haven't seen in God knows how long, probably since the 80s and maybe El Salvador and Civil War. And what do you think is going to happen then? I am all about getting rid of Title 42. It's a joke. It's over. It's done. I've said it for a while. I'm about having a remain in Mexico plan that did work. Oh. So Texter writes in. I was telling you guys what he said there. Uh, uh, He says... uh, Why would we need Title 40? Is it COVID rule? 
it's a pandemic rule. If the pandemic is over, why does it need to stay in place other than your racism and bigotry? Because that's always the thing that the left does. The left doesn't do anything other than they, they, they cannot have an argument that is real and based in actual fact. So what do they do? And by that, I mean, you know, the people talk. I'm not talking about the average Democrat. I'm not talking about the intellectually uh, common sense Democratic folk who can sit there and go, yeah, you know, uh, uh, they can have a real that, that everything goes straight to racism and bigotry. No, I'm fine with being a more opening country. I'm fine with knowing who's here. I'm fine with having an understanding of, of immigration that's real and what we need to do and having a talk on the right. We don't have enough people. We need more employees, but we also need more residents here if we're going to continue to move in the way that we've always moved because we have a older and dying out population and we're not replenishing it. We must have an understanding in that. But that being said, this isn't the answer. It isn't. You know it, and I know it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Every single week at this time, kids, uh, we ask you to just sit back and relax. We're going to take you on an adventure that's going to take you into the world of woke. Every once in a while, it's just good to get a little woke. Okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans? You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, the patriarchy. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. Amazing! It's time for Woke Wednesday. We do it. We get woke every week. We talk about woke, wacky stuff. Let's start in San Antonio, Texas. Henry Quinter, we're just talking about him. Uh, what's going on there? Well, drag shows are going on. And uh, I'll tell you guys, I don't care if you go to a drag show. I don't want my kid to go to a drag show. Drag show. I don't want my kid to go to a strip joint either. I don't, I don't want, do you guys want that? Or was, are we good with that? I was having a, a conversation the other day with somebody pretty, pretty fairly progressive saying, well, I think they're great. I think it's a great way to learn and understand. I think all of those things. I said, well, it's fantastic. I said, you know, and the, the, and, and you're a bigot, big, you're a transphobe. And I, and I, and I, of course I had to stop them. And I say, okay, first of all, you just want to use the word transphobe because you, it's like saying you're a bigot or you're, 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 you're a racist or a fascist. You don't even know what it's for. You're just throwing it because it's, it's the word of the day that you want to use. I said, that's wrong. And I said, secondly, they're not transgender. Hope you know that. They're actually, they're, it's a caricature. They're dressing up as a character. Oh, oh. So somebody who's transitioned is transitioning. They're going full Monty. Or they're going full Molly, if you will. This is a character. And a caricature of a woman or a man. They do have that. And she goes, well, I think it's opening and welcoming. I said, I agree 100%. It's fantastic. She do it at the library, right? Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. 
I also went to the library and I've asked them. I've got a couple friends who are dancers who would like to read to kids, and I think it would be fantastic. It would be opening and amazing, and they're going to do some interpretive dance. Would you be open for that? Well, of course I would be open for that. Why wouldn't I be? I, I, I you know, I, I just I want to make sure that you're open for that because it's the right thing to do, right? If we're going to be fair and 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 transparent. So I'm going to bring the dancers to the stage right now. They're going to read to the kids. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Misty. Oh, strippers? Well, why not? Right? They're just performing and doing an act. And if we're going to do it, let's go full fun. Oh, I don't think that should be allowed. Well, why not? Because it demeans women. You don't think playing a caricature of a woman demeans in some way? Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm going to give all the kids dollar bills after they after they go down the pole and she spins around, right? And she dances and reads a bit of the book. They can make it rain. Oh, I don't think that's nice. I'm just saying. 8 appropriate. What happened to common sense? If you're 18, you want to go see a drag show, go see it. I've seen a drag show. They're funny. They're not age appropriate if you're talking about a four-year-old or a 12-year-old. Sorry, it's just not. So I've got zero problems with it. Knock yourself out. In fact, a lot of drag queens also don't want to be in the middle of this woke war crap. They want to have their stage persona. They want to do their thing. They're not interested in the activism that comes with it. And, and much and, and here's the thing, the LGBTQ community is the activist inside of there or latching onto it because it's another place where they feel they can push agendas and and be activists. So if we're going to do it, let's just do it full Monty, right? If we're going to have it all, let's just open it up. So is it fair to say that I should be able to have a stripper come and read? I mean, she's a working woman. Working hard. Right. I, I don't think that's that's just feels what it doesn't feel right. OK. So they're battling it out in San Antonio. And of course, you know, you got the people on the right showing up. Some of them are armed. I'm like, what do you think they're going to do? But it's an agenda that's being pushed, period. And if we're going to continue to have this kind of stuff, you're going to continue to see more and more of this. It's not appropriate in front of a child. I mean, come on now. This isn't Barney over here. I've been to a couple drag shows because I lived in Palm Springs for a long time. And I will say it's not appropriate for kids. It's not. Some of them are insane. And they're entertainers. And entertainers like to push. Oh, yeah. And that's what you're getting. People who think they're pushing against the establishment while crushing some sort of norms to make this everybody feel better about themselves. It's ridiculous. You know it and I know it. This is where common sense needs to prevail. It's not. Because the media doesn't want it to be. Because if you're like, you know what? I don't think my kid should see that. Well, that's because you're a homophobe, transphobe, whatever. And you're like, whatever. But if we're just going to get rid of all of those things, then why do we even have ratings in movies?
So if my four-year-old wants to go see Violent Night, shouldn't she be just be allowed to go see Violent Night? Well, I guess so. Well, no, it's just stupid. It is. Common sense, I'm going to ask you to come back. We need a ruling. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Went along there. We're going to have to jump into this. Rough Greens is amazing. Give it to my dogs every single day. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. If Doodle was here, he would say, row, 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 row. because he's a dog and he doesn't talk. But I could translate and know that he is saying he loves Rough Greens. Loves the taste. Love what it does for his hips and his back and his joint pain. And it's made him feel so much better. Your dogs will love it, too. Right now, you could try a bag for free. Dr. Dennis Black is going to send it out to you. Naturopathic doctors formulated this over a quarter of a century being a naturopathic doctor. He wants you to try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That's all he asks. And you get a free bag now by going to roughgreens.com slash chad. That's roughgreens.com slash chad. Put it to the test. You'll be surprised. Watch how your dog's energy improves, how their life improves. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say woo! A little Christmas music for you. Well, Donnie Hathaway, baby. You guys enjoy the hits? Oh, play it, Donnie. Oh, yeah. Hang on the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you. What do you know, baby? This Christmas... Love it. I love Christmas. So we got a lot of our stuff put up over the last couple days. And then tonight uh, we're going to finish putting up the tree and stuff. So it's been one of those because we've been so busy. We've been running all over the place. It's just tough. And, then, you know, you got uh, you to get the stuff to Santa Claus and make sure that he knows what's going on. And, and uh, you said he as if you automatically knew that Santa. I'm a boy. OK. Ho, ho, ho. I'm a boy. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Can't wait. Next week we're off. Uh, it's been a nice little holiday season. And part of that is the fact that we've had this weird thing that's been going on called the World Cup. Normally that goes on in the summer. And it would have been this past summer. But because we're in Qatar, it had to be in the winter because it's 700 degrees normally in Qatar. Yesterday, semifinal number one. Uh, I thought Croatia would do better. I did. I mean, they're the, you know they're in the semifinals. They seem to be kind of uh, just a team that was just extremely tough to beat. They were finalists in the last World Cup. Uh, out of nowhere, they continued to to go on and on. Argentina hadn't looked great, scraped by, but yesterday, Lionel Messi. Messi dances around, turns the corner, gets inside of him, cuts it back. Incredible. He used and abused <laughs> that youngster. It was, uh, th- there should have been police because that was child abuse. Messi's 35, this guy's 20, but Messi's, this is what, 18th year, 19th year playing professional sports. Just insane. And it, it was amazing. So today you got Morocco, the Atlas Lions, the first African team to make it this far, taking on 
the French, the world champions led by Kylian Mbappe. And uh, uh, I think the fairy tale for the Moroccans ends today. But you will notice out of the 80,000 fans in Lucille Stadium, uh, 79,000 are probably going to be Moroccans. But here's the thing. They can't play. And France can. France wins today. Final Argentina-France this Sunday. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello! How are you, Doc? Interest rates, what's going on? Tell us a little bit about that. I was reading about this, Canada, snuffing out their people left, right, and center. Uh, If you haven't seen this, so Canada's decided, yeah, you know, uh, euthanasia should be totally fine. Now, I think all of us do not want to see people suffer, right? How many of you really are like, you know what? I really want to see my, you know, my grandmother, my father, my mother, my wife or husband or whatever, uh, living in, 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 a, in, in, in a vegetated state, uh, drooling and going to the bathroom in their pants all the time, not being able to do anything, recognize nothing, be in pain half the time. What I would really like them to do is have a, a, an end that looks like them being starved. So my grandfather uh, passed away during COVID and not because of COVID. just want to let everybody know that because for some people that matters more than that he died. Uh, you'd say that to people. I'd be like, yeah, they're like, oh, my, I, you know, they're like, oh, my grandfather died. Oh, oh, COVID. I said, no. And then they just keep going on because it was COVID. I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But because it was just a regular death. But he had gotten to the point where he was mentally incapacitated. My grandmother went the same way. It was awful. It was awful, you know, and you wanted to, you know, I would say, God, you just kind of want to do a chief. If you guys remember One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where Chief just smothered, you know, Jack uh, Nicholson's character because, you know, they they took away all the spunk and spirit when they gave him a lobotomy. You just kind of wanted to do it because it was so awful to watch my grandmother deteriorate to nothing. And on top of that, she was sick with cancer. But because apparently she didn't know she had cancer, it didn't have the same effect. It hurt her, but they thought, well, she's not going to make it. She lived next to three years. Of course, she finally went. It was awful. And in that particular situation, humanity's sake, you would say to yourself, we got to do something better than this, right? Like, this can't. A peaceful way to go. Canada's taken it up a whole nother level. They've went to a whole nother level. Like, a level's here, and then they went Even further, this week, it was reported that a man by the name of, uh, I guess, Les Landry, Landry, he's 65, says he doesn't want to die, but he didn't have any money, fears he's going to be homeless. So Canada's like, okay, we'll kill you. What? 
You have to have two doctors sign off. One's already done it. He hasn't seen the second one. He said, doesn't matter. I'll find somebody. I guess they've start, they started to go fund me. Uh, producer Phil and I were joking around. What if you go and sign the contract? You're like, oh, my God, I'm fine. It's great. I got all this. Sorry. You sign the contract. <laughs> but, 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 no, 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 no. We've already promised people your organs. Okay? You're the one who wanted to go. We're just, but, 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 it's a binding contract. Get ready for this. Now they want to liberalize the euthanasia laws to allow the mentally ill people to die. That slippery slope thing we always talk about here. And everybody's like, it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be that way. So children as young as 12 might be able to apply for euthanasia very soon. How's that make you feel? Uh, not good. Yeah, not good at all. Scary, actually. Scary. Yep. Canada's laws for euthanization uh, or medically assisted in dying, made as they call it, became a uh, a big thing over the last couple of years. You know, dignity in dying, if you will. But it's now become something completely different. Completely different. By the way, the Canadian guy, there's a GoFundMe. Uh, he says he's really reconsidering because it's $60,000 plus in his GoFundMe right now. So he's really 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 considering maybe not doing it that's where we are there's a difference between dying with dignity but when you start to go down that mentally ill thing i mean here we have this conversation in this country once twice three times a week sometimes on the show about the homeless people and the mentally ill And giving them the dignity to not live on the street. But how do we approach that without taking away their rights as human beings and as Americans under our Constitution to not be snatched off the street? And put into an institution. Because it will go against their rights. And at the same time. Understanding that living underneath a bridge and eating anything you can dig out of the trash and having no dignity whatsoever. And that and why, that's not a way to live either. Well, why don't we just snuff them out? Said Margaret Sanger. Started Planned Parenthood. But why not, right? Insane. And that's the slippery slope. Like everything, it starts with, well, it's only going to be people who are dying from terminal illnesses that can make rational decisions that... They know their end is near and the pain is too much and they don't want to see their family suffer. Now it's gotten to the point where it's like, I don't got any money. I'm done. Dude, if you were that serious, throw yourself off a bridge. I can't believe you said that. But now mentally ill, who gets to decide what the mentally ill are or aren't? Right? You're going to get rid of a Down syndrome? Are you going to get rid of people who are only in positions who are? Because if you're mentally ill, I don't know if producer Phil, remind me, if you're mentally ill, is that usually a time when a court would say you cannot make decisions for yourself? That's exactly correct. So by saying the mentally ill will choose, I feel like somebody else will make that choice for them. Oh. 
yeah, that's 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 weird. I think you're right. Yeah. And remember, a lot of mentally ill, it's it's subjective. Are you seasonally depressed? Did you lose a loved one? Are you going through some tough times as opposed to somebody who thinks every, you know, around every corner is a monster, talks to a tree all day and is currently dating a squirrel? Totally different. I hope they're happy. They're very happy. It's a love like nothing we've ever seen. But I don't know about you, in times when you're emotional, never a good time to make a decision. Let alone mental illness. That's just absolutely insane. And that's the slippery slope. When people talk about slippery slopes... They talk about it, not because it's a neat thing to say. It's because they've seen this before. We saw this in Germany in the 1930s. Margaret Sanger, right? You don't know who she is? Look her up. Planned Parenthood, everybody praises her. She was really big on killing the mentally ill. (laughs) She thought that'd be good. Oh. Then you go from that wacky dystopia to an even crazier one, potentially, which is, hey, guys, we can grow a baby. What do you mean you can grow a baby? Oh, yeah. We got this facility, and we do not need women or men. We have an artificial womb. We get everything. And here's the other thing. We, it's called ectolife. We could probably grow 30,000 babies a year at this point. They've been working on this for 50 years. Five, zero. Now, everybody's like, well, this will be great, right? Their whole thing is infertile couples. You can come and become the true biological parents of their own offspring because they can do it that way. But then they went and said, well, you know, and also countries that don't have enough children. They're not reproducing. Japan, South Korea, us, uh, we could help you with that. What about corporations that don't have enough workers? Wait, what? What about armies, military? Huh? I saw this movie. It's called Hitman. They're going to give them numbers in the back of their head? What's your number? Six. That's not a name. No, it's not, but it's what I have. It's... So we are going to the two opposite sides of this wacky world that we live in. You know, for all the big announcements the other day of, you know, fusion and all the great things and the potential that may come with it and and all that stuff, I always remember there's this. We're going to be growing children. When do they have rights? By the way, so right now they can grow an embryo embryo up to 14 days and then it has to be destroyed. It's also weird. Canada's euthanizing lots of folk, and now the mentally ill will be able to make sane decisions. But when I started reading this, the packages, this is the crazy thing. So you got a package. Yes, what would you like? Well, okay. uh, Blue eyes? Blue eyes sound fantastic. Maybe strawberry blonde hair? Yeah. Dark hair? What would you like? Uh, Now, what about the strength? Well, I have a choice in that. You have a choice in that. Height, intelligence. Oh, and if you've got any 
diseases that run inside of your families. Uh, we can also screen for that so we can uh, try to get rid of any inherited genetic diseases. Wow. Insane. It is. Could you imagine that? Growing babies and euthanizing old folks. What was that movie? Was it called Logan's Run, Phil? You remember that, right? Yeah. That's the one where they killed you if you got to 30 or 40. Feels like we're heading that direction. <laughs> Dystopia. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh, my goodness. You know what's great? Memories. Memories last night. So I get home last night. <sighs> Taco Tuesday. Omaha Steaks. Steaks? Tacos? Yeah. Wife cooked up fillets. And she cooked up some hamburgers. Ground them up. Cut up the fillets. We had tacos. It was delicious. Delicious. Memories right there. We're doing Christmas stuff. We're putting up the tree. And we're getting stuff ready. The kids are playing. It was awesome. Everything. That's what Omaha Steaks is about. It's not just about the amazing, incredibly naturally aged uh, meat and the incredible pork chops and air-chilled you know, chicken breast and, and, and the incredible burgers, dogs, and of course, the amazing fillets. It's about the memories to come with it. And right now, you can give the gift that is amazing. It's 50% off site-wide. On top of that, you're going to save an extra $40. It's great. Plus, you can get your Christmas dinner as well. That's right. Everything. Incredible. Spiral ham. You name it, try to, oh, you, it's just awesome, all of the stuff. So take advantage of that right now. Save an extra $40 on the way out by going to omahasteaks.com. Use code Benson and save that extra 40 bucks. omahasteaks.com, code Benson. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com, code Benson. Give the gift that'll make your tummy smile and build memories with your family. omahasteaks.com, code Benson. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh, my gosh. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Now ah, a little old school there. Look at that. We could do that. It's the end of the year. We're looking back probably sometime this week. I don't know. Let's find out what's trending right now in the magical world of Google. Alexander Ovechkin. Eight. 100th goal last night, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, is that insane, and it really, really is. Coming far wing, Murphy in for the blue line, battling Milano, and then a puck set the distance all the way down into the you got it, Alex. Chicago zone, the Blackhawks starting another turnover in front, and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov, and Morazic diving, a shot, they score, and it's Alex Ovechkin, and it's 800 goals! 
800 goals. Absolute insanity. So uh, now he only trades Trails Gatsy by 94 goals and about a billion other points when it comes to the all-time leader. Uh, France-Morocco, number one trending thing. Yesterday and into the day easily. Who won The Voice 2022? I don't know. Somebody who sings, I'm assuming? Maybe. You don't know that, Chad. Avatar, The Way of Water. So it comes out, is it today or tomorrow? I saw all of the stuff has been pretty good when it comes to the... the, the uh, uh, I don't hear much about the story, but I hear a lot about how amazing it looks. But one person's uh, who is... Uh, I don't know who it was it was it Fox or somebody they they did a uh, uh, or Vulture did a review of it and they said it was like being waterboarded by a turquoise ocean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's good. I do not think that's good. Uh, over on Twitter, uh, Sandy Hook. Ten years ago today, the horrific shooting in Sandy Hook took place. France, Morocco, trending right now. Big time. Uh, Ron DeSantis trending as well. Touch a little bit about that in a minute. Tons of World Cup stuff trending because that is, uh, well, it's getting ready to kick off here a little bit later. The second of the big, big games in the World Cup as far as the semifinals go. Uh, by, uh, was it Byance? I always screw it up. Uh, rest in peace. Apparently there was another crypto sideways thing and crypto again is not going well and lots of sbf talk in the trending world because of course you know uh he's in jail he is he is his big hair and everything's in jail man dude brush your hair that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter touch a little bit about desantis new poll out between him and trump a lot of other things to get to this be the chad benson show Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Billy Squire sighting. Christmas time is upon us. Uh, man, he was a big star for a while. He was huge. Then he did a video that was so bad. <laughs> They're like, we can't have you on our shows anymore. We will never play another stro- song ever again because of that video was so bad he even talks about it at times he's like yeah i should have done that it was just got people talking about like his sexuality and all this guy it was just it was lots of silk and not a good look 
in that day and age. Not a good look. Great song, though. Christmas. He had a great voice. Still alive, I hear. Probably playing at a uh, fair near you during the summer. I'm assuming that's that's where Billy goes and plays. I said the other... We were driving on... Uh, so we drove to San Diego's past weekend, and there's a couple... We take the eight, you know, and so we, we pass by a couple, like, casinos. Like, you know, and, like, one of them is, like, I've never... <laughs> It's called like the Q or something like that. It's an acorn or whatever it is. And I'm like, Jeff Foxworthy's he's playing here. And then the next one has like the Temptations. There's like one Temptation left that I don't even think is. They're on like their fifth incarnation of the Temptations. We don't do that anywhere else but with oldies, do we? We don't do, we don't, there's, that doesn't happen anywhere else. Like I'm not, it, it doesn't. Because the Beatles still, they're not playing, right? They don't have other Beatles because they just broke up. But I guess if you keep the band going, you just rotate people throughout. But at what point do you go, oh, no, no. It's like Dread Pirates Roberts. I'm actually not the original. There's like four other ones before me. Oh, I just took his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was like, hey, you know what, though? Think about this if you're in a band, right? Because like, we drove by. I was like, if you're Billy Squire, you're playing there. You're getting 10 grand tonight, 20 grand. You're Kansas or something. Get thirty grand for a night of music, right? And you pack it out in the middle of Godforsaken nowhere, and you do that thirty times a year, fifty times a year, hundred times. A year. You're living a pretty good life, and you get to play your hits. That's it. That's the other thing too. I don't want to hear any of your deep cuts. I don't want to hear anything new. <laughs> you can do a couple covers if you want, but you just better bring your hits, and then we're going to get on with our lives. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad the Benson Show, feel free to hit us up on the old Twitter, the Instagram, and all of the things that are out there. It's Wednesday. We get woke on Wednesday. Now, if you don't know what woke is, you're new to the show. What happens is uh, we like to essentially bring you into the world of wokeness, allow you to feel what the wokeness of the world is, and we do it simply by getting woke. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? The fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of trans for my whole family. So let's go. Rock Frog's pronouns, that sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. By the way, Sir Elton John, as I always like to point out, is actually taken so you cannot do that. And a lot of what's going on right now in the woke world is talking about things like trance, the fight that is trance. Later on, you know, and if you missed the show, grab the podcast. We're going to touch a bit about uh, Chris Beck, who is a former uh, Navy SEAL. He's older. He became a trans woman, wrote a book about it as detransitioning back, feels that there is not enough is being done, but also talks about the mental health side of what's going on in the trans world. And I absolutely think that is being completely overlooked and we can't talk about it because we cannot have conversations in any way, shape or form anymore that goes against what somebody else's belief is 
in the activism world without being called evil, bad, whatever that they decide, fascist, because it's just it's it's so predictable. But more and more, Chloe Cole suing several hospitals and facilities throughout California for her transitioning and now detransitioning, talking about how they took absolute advantage and manipulated her. This right there is Patricia Mosley talking about what? Detransitioning. Uh, we know that as a young teen, as an adolescent, you were beset with a number of emotional and mental issues. How did those lead to you transitioning from a girl to becoming a man? On top of not having a lot of friends and having issues at home, when I found the trans community and found a new identity, you know, everything was very affirming. That's what caused me to transition. And, and what has led you to the decision to transition back? Getting treatment for the actual diagnoses I had prior to the gender dysphoria diagnoses, um, like trauma therapy. Yeah. And we talked a bit about uh, pressure before. And here's the reality of it. It was a mental illness diagnosis for years. Paul McHugh is the former chief of psychiatry at John Hopkins University. Okay. And from 1975, 2001, he was the chief. He still believes to this day, transgender is largely a psychological problem, not a biological problem. Oh, oh. He says, look, I'm not against transgender people. Stressing that he is anxious, they get help that they need. But it should be psychiatric, uh, uh, you know, rather than surgical. They need therapy, psychiatric therapy, therapy itself, rather than surgical. They took it off the books as a mental health issue. Once the forefront of gender identity science, the site uh, uh, of the nation's first sex change operation in 1966, in 1979, they stopped it. The main trigger was a study by John Meyer, who ran the hospital's sexual behavior uh, uh, consultation unit. In the study, Meyer concluded that although sex change surgery was subjectively satisfying for a small sample, the operations uh, really didn't help them. There was no objective advantage in the terms of social rehabilitation. With these facts in hand, McHugh later wrote, I conclude that Hopkins was fundamentally cooperative and cooperating with mental illness, meaning they were giving in and trying to, to, to reason with somebody who potentially was having mental problems. But like everything else, if you've got a lot of issues today and you move across the country, those issues are still going to be with you. People who lose a lot of weight and get fit, you know what they find out? Well, it makes them healthier and mentally, yeah, it's maybe make them happier. But there's still issues in their life. It didn't solve everything. It's the same thing here. We've had Abigail Schreier uh, on numerous occasions. We're going to have her on again at the beginning of the year talking about this. And she and I talked about this when her book first came out. If you're not, uh, Irreversible Damage is incredible. If you've not read the book, it is absolutely must read when they talk about the stuff that's going on and the way that they push it. But we've talked about 
The doctors have said it's damned if we do and damned if we don't. If we don't give in and we don't push it and we don't do it, they're going to scream and yell. We're going to get sued. We're going to lose our license. If we do do what they ask us to do, they're going to come back to us and say, what in God's name were you doing? Allowing this and you're going to be screwed. These are conversations that need to be had. Are there people out there that go through this and they come out the other side and they're older, they've taken a real look at it, they've matured enough? Yes, absolutely. There are people out there that uh, that I'm sure are, this this was the best thing in their life. But that's a small sample size. And a younger generation is making snap decisions based on a trend and based on a want to be different and special and affirmation and feeling like maybe they're gay or they're not quite sure it's it's a struggle we have to have more conversation in this country and we just don't have enough of it 323-538-2423 at chad benson shows your twitter tweet text love hearing from all of you my pillow right now is great deals on all my pillow products from the my pillow to the giza dream sheets 29 bucks tons of colors and styles 68 money back guarantee extended all the way through march if you act now they've got the mattress topper for 99 bucks the best thing i love that that's my favorite they've got the slippers, which I'm wearing now because, you know, I live out here in the in the heat most of the year. It's tough to wear those. But now that it's cold, wearing those. They've got the incredible MyPillow. <clears throat> you name it, they've got it. All on deep discounts. All ready for you to purchase. Shipped to you. Extended warranty. Made in the USA. Right now, great gifts. Go get them. Keys to Dream Sheets, only $29.98. Get those now and have that extended warranty all the way out through March. Go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Benson. It's MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Benson. MyPillow.com. Promo code Benson. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Talk a little bit. Keith Urban's doing something that a lot of other rock stars are doing. And everybody else. We're going to talk about that because something's very interesting happening inside the world of social media. And what they might be doing. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. Meet me. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. Add Keith Urban to the rapidly growing roster of musical artists selling their catalogs for cash. The 55-year-old country superstar announced he struck a licensing deal with the music rights company Litmus for an undisclosed sum. He's in good company. Bruce Springsteen struck a similar deal with a different buyer a year ago for a reported 500 million bucks. Bob Dylan, John Legend, Tina Turner, and Stevie Nicks are names who've recently done the same. Not sure about the John Legend thing, and I'll, and even Keith Urban, right? The other ones, uh, if you need the cash, I guess, yeah. 
But or maybe you think your sell by date. You know, you're not going to have any more hits. Uh, you Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks. Let's be real. Every tour could be the last. Uh, you know, it sounds horrible, but that's that's the reality of it. Keith Urban, I wonder what he got. I wonder what he got. He didn't get five hundred million. Did he get one hundred fifty? That's good money, man. You get that? That's good money. Two hundred, maybe. I do often wonder. I mean, you think about that, like that's, and that's why it's so important to watch. You know, uh, in this day and age, they want to control their own stuff because the 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 and that we've been talking about today throughout the alternative media world. In fact, it's a great article in the Washington Post. I believe it is. Uh, I don't know. I read fifteen thousand articles a day because YouTubers are having trouble when it comes to money the inconsistency they don't quite understand it they're influencers and a lot of things like that and and youtube's also worried in some way shape or form because they know that their big stars aren't fans of the payouts and the way that things go at the same time uh they're trying to figure out how they stay relevant because they look over and they're worried about don't think they're not worried about twitter for all the hatred and everything else they're worried that there's opportunities for Elon to come in here and turn it into part Twitter, part YouTube, part TikTok. And does he have something up his sleeve? Because while everybody else counts him out because he's the evil that is, a uh, great article the other day in, in the New York Post, he's now he's now the left's boogeyman. He's now the left's evil. He's now the left's Trump. Uh, they just, you know, removed, quote unquote, one bad person for another. But the YouTube stars are now being offered tons of cash for all of their videos. So think about it. So they're splitting revenue with somebody who's really popular. And their videos live on and on forever. But they're still splitting that revenue. And they're making this situation seem, you know, like, hey, why don't we buy your back catalog? That's very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Interesting indeed. Again, we've been talking about alternative media, people striking out on their own and leaving. You know, look at Pat McAfee. If you don't know who Pat McAfee is, he was the punter for the Indianapolis Colts. He had just signed the biggest punting deal uh, contract-wise in history, and he left the NFL. And went and said, I'm going to strike out with these guys. Barstool, alternative media. Everybody's like, you're stupid. You're an idiot. Now he's making more money than he could. Now he's making more money than most guys in the NFL quarterback-wise in a lot of ways. And his future is massive. Alternative media is real. And they're all trying to figure out how to stay relevant with their stars and how do they make them happy and the people that come out of nowhere. And at the same time, this generation and the generation my age and, and younger, they're going, hey. I don't need a studio. I don't need a big backing of somebody. I don't need any of that. And I want to own my own stuff. And I'm not giving it up. It's really, really interesting. And it's going to be uh, more interesting in the future because people are growing this thing. And it's just we're, we're at the beginning of where this thing is going. And I've said it for years and I'll continue to say it. Radio television movie industry fight amongst each other and the reality is the internet is their biggest competition and let me tell you who's going to win and who's already won it's the internet like we talked about with movies 
It isn't that the movie's three hours long. It isn't the movie's that. It's the fact that I can't be on my phone for all of those three hours doing two other things. Checking, oh, who's that actor? wonder what my buddy's doing. Texting them back and forth because that's the world we live in now. That's your competition. And you figure out how you could either partner with your competition or do something your competition's not doing to make them make a move. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your, uh, it's, your, it's your interwebs, your Twitter, and all of the other stuff. On top of that, we got the other thing that's out there. It's called your Instagram. We have a Facebook channel, and I will tell you guys this. Next year, so we kick off, uh, we're going to be, we're going to have uh, uh, two studios and we're going to do a lot more things. We're going to have a standalone podcast. It's going to be a little bit more different. We're going to have a lot more videos out there. Uh, we're kind of a, you know, one and a half to two man band kind of thing going on here. You know, Anthony, producer Anthony, who's out right now and God bless him getting better. Uh, you know, he does a, a, as much as he can, you know, but we're kind of scattered all over the place. And so we're going to be doing a lot more stuff next year when it comes to the interwebs and things of that nature uh, because it, it, it's what's needed. I think our common sense and what we do here is much different and shines. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. A little bit of fun this Christmas week. Probably play some Christmas music, of course. Have uh, some fun Christmas stuff planned Thursday and Friday as well. As again, Friday is the last show of the year. We'll be back uh, to start the new year. Uh, it, it, we're doing better than A, the people that got involved with FDX, uh, and uh, B, the guy that ran FDX, of course, yesterday, SBF, Sam Bakeman-Fried, a year ago. Guy was the bee's knees, praised and lauded by everybody in the financial community. This is the guy. Yesterday, the guy in a lot of trouble. The 30-year-old once celebrated as the poster child for transparency in crypto. His company, FTX, valued at $32 billion earlier this year, attracting amateur investors and partnering with celebs like Steph Curry and Tom Brady. FTX customers alone were defrauded over $8 billion, according to federal authorities. And he's like, I could get the money back. You can't get the money back, dude. You jacked the pooch. This thing is massive. Massive! I don't think we've realized we're just getting the sense of of how big this thing is, but huge. We've already learned from the, the new chief executive of FTX that the kinds of controls that should have existed in a company like this just didn't. Uh, and in fact, the new CEO, John Ray, said he was somewhat shocked when he got in there to, to figure out that this was all being you know run by rookies and it led to what federal prosecutors called one of the biggest financial frauds in american history yeah and by the way it took madoff 20 years to do what he did in about 65 billion it took this guy about a year a year and look there's a fair question to be asked 
about a lot of different things when it comes to this. Again, going back to why in God's name did you arrest him a day before he was supposed to testify? Uh, doesn't mean he won't. This is Dick Durbin, uh, Senator Illinois. Now that we're dealing with crime, uh, and this man has been apparently indicted and charged with crime, uh, it's, it's not uh, beyond possibility that we'll consider this as well. And there's plenty of crime to be had. And we're talking a long, long time he's going to be spending in jail. And I saw yesterday, he's like, I'm a vegan. I can't go to jail. Oh, sir, 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 sir. You're going to jail. Just uh, just sit back, relax. It's happening. For all of the intrigue and, and the mysticism surrounding digital currency, this is a good old-fashioned analog-type fraud where you're taking money from one place and doing something with it that you said you wouldn't do. And in that way, the Securities and Exchange Commission said Sam Bankman-Fried was using Alameda Research and all the money from FTX as his own personal piggy bank buying up lavish real estate for his company and for himself and making these risky investments, using it for his own personal lifestyle. What was very interesting, too, is they talked about from dollar one, this cat took the money and did stuff with it. You know, I look at Bernie Madoff and I look at a lot of people who get caught up. A vast majority, I mean, a vast, vast, vast majority, I would say almost all of them, They start out with the right idea, right? They start out with they're trying to be traders. They're trying to be money managers. They're trying to do all this thing. Somewhere along the line, it goes from point A to point B, and it's a dip here. It's a dip there, and then it starts to to grow, and it gets out of control, and you wonder how long it is going to last, and and you know that the cards, as they say, are about ready to to, to fall apart. You you do everything you possibly can, though, because you're always trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, and then you got to rob Peter twice. Twice because you got to pay Paul more than he gave you, hence the reason the Ponzi scheme. This guy wasn't even trying to do that. He just thought, you give me a buck, it's my buck. Now, I'm telling you, I'm going to use the buck wisely and try to grow your buck from a, from, from a buck to two bucks. But he was just like, no, that's a buck's mine. From dollar one, he wasn't even trying. Now, when will we get him here in the United States of America? Because it is going to happen. The founder of FTX, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world, now charged in a scheme that investigators say stole billions of dollars from customers and investors. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Sam Bankman-Fried fighting extradition from the Bahamas as he faces SEC charges and eight counts of criminal fraud, including money laundering and wire fraud. Yeah, he's going to fight it all he wants. Uh, But the question also has to come up about a lot of the stuff that he did with the money, including all of the contributions. He said he gave to Republicans. Uh, they know who he gave to. Now, the dark money might be a little bit different, but they know where the money went and how they, they're going to go about getting, you know, uh, are we going to see any of, of this brought to the forefront? Because in theory, and what we've been told, and he has said that he gave money to both sides, but he mostly gave dark money to Republicans and anonymously because, you know, if you give to Republicans, you get yelled at. But he was the second biggest donor to Democrats, the second biggest donor outside of George Soros. We charge that Bankman-Fried violated federal campaign finance laws by causing tens of millions of dollars in illegal campaign contributions to be made to candidates and committees associated with both Democrats and Republicans. 
So we'll find out. We'll find out exactly how this thing rolls out. But he is going to go to jail. And, you know, and again, the question on top of all of this, is there a need for cryptocurrencies or need for a lot of these things? I think there's a place for it. Where it goes from here, I don't know. And the average person, you, you, the intrigue is now gone because it feels like it's nothing but a giant Ponzi scheme and, and it's a bunch of baloney. Oh, it's the future. Here's the thing. In reality, we like reality. I know what a dollar is. I felt it. I've seen it. I know what a dollar is. And I also know that the country that I live in backs my dollar. Now, we can talk about the gold standard, the Fed, and all this kind of stuff, but I know the United States of America backs my currency. This has none of that. Part of the appeal was having nothing that backs it. Part of the appeal was the fact that it was blockchain and, and government, you know, blockchain and government couldn't do this and they couldn't do it. The reality is, is uh, while intriguing for some people, the shine and the mystery is off, and now everybody in the industry that was trying to do it right feels like, uh-oh, we're screwed. And in some ways, you absolutely are. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. It was funny because I was reading some of the stuff yesterday about how when people were are talking about this guy, it's the same thing. It is a bunch of kids running around stealing money they set up law they were taking money in and setting up large credit lines and loaning themselves money with no interest with no no actual thought of paying it back and what to do none none hubris is the downfall and that's what happened Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program yesterday. Huh? Respect for Marriage Act. All oh, Cindy Lauper was there. I see your true colors, and that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show your true colors. Oh. Yeah, it's just, it's tough, it's tough. Uh, did we need this? Yeah, people are worried. There's no doubt about that. Did we need it? Eh, I, I don't think so. And it, the funny thing is, is if you talk to a lot of critics, most of them on, you know, not just the right, who are just saying, ah, oh, you know, a marriage between a man and a woman. First of all, marriage is between yourself, another person, and, and, you know, and your maker, if you will, or if you don't believe in your maker, yourself, another person. The fact that we have government getting in marriage is just drives me crazy. So when people are, do you respect marriage? Yes. You know what? If you want to marry somebody, go ahead and marry them. If you're two adults, you're not doing anything illegal. I got no problem with that. That's a you thing. Ain't a me thing. That's a you thing. Did they need this? You know, I mean, uh, people are happy about it. The reality is, at the end of the day, uh, it doesn't go as far as some people want. And again, the 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 reality is, is we're in a battle right now. You know, we do Woke Wednesday joking around about Woke Wednesday all the time. And we've got some crazy woke stuff to talk about. But there are real issues in this country, things that we need to talk about. Absolutely. 
And we're not doing it because, you know, you've got one side of the aisle that will destroy you and try to ruin your life if you dare go against their their belief system. Well, all the while they want to go against your belief system. All the while they want to say that your belief system shouldn't matter at all. Hey, I believe that marriage between a man and a woman. You're evil. (laughs) Wait, what? You believe that anybody should be able to get married? Yes. And yours is archaic and stupid. And it's it's ridiculous. It is. But yesterday, you know, the whole thing, it was just, oh, God. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. I watched a bit of it because that's my job. And I thought to myself, nah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but they're going to get rid of marriage equality and they're also going to make it so, uh, you know, uh, blacks and whites can't marry. I'm like, Really? Really, that's where you go. Well, they got rid of uh, Roe v. Wade. No, they didn't. They said it wasn't correct the way it was done. They said it wasn't a, you know, when you go back and look at it, Roe v. Wade was a ruling. They said, no, this never solved anything. And we're going to allow the states to decide this. That's what we're going to allow. What if they did that here? Are people clamoring for that? Is that is that something they're clamoring for? Here's the thing, though, and, and I've said this. In saying that, juxtaposed even my position in some ways, just because, and, and this is where the Republicans need to understand, the people who are pro-life had a plan, and they knew it would take a long time, and it was a long-term play. But their goal was never to have Roe v. Wade or abortion continually a political issue. Their goal was to overturn it and protect the sanctity of life. That was their goal. Politicians' goal is... I don't really care if it's overturned. In fact, if it's not, it's better for us because it's another thing that we can always raise money on to say we're fighting the good fight while never really having to show results because we can always say it's the other side's fault. And then when it did happen, well, lo and behold, you see. Oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, the Democrats, while it helped them potentially in the last one and may help them here and there potentially, at bits and pieces, it's it's a fight now that they're not going to raise money off of either, the way that they did at one time. Oh. That's the reason nobody wants to have the 15-week abortion, uh, and then after that, you know, after the first trimester or whatever, that, that there's no, outside of medical, there's no no abortions, because if you completely settled it, where there was never an opportunity to raise a penny off of it or argue about it, oh my God, they'd lose their effing mind. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, we got some woke stuff coming up. Rough Greens, are you? FFGreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. 
Uh, absolutely incredible. Give it to my dog every single day. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this incredible stuff wrapped up in one amazing supplement. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and they love it. Vitamins and the minerals and all of that stuff that's inside of your dog's food, this will mix with the two, and it will bring them out. It'll it just It's incredible what it does. It has helped my dog doodle with his energy, and it's helped him with his life. It's given him a much better life. It's also helped my younger dogs get off to a much better start. So if you love your animals like I love my animals, now's the time to take advantage of a free bag of Rough Greens. Put it to the test. Dr. Dennis Black's going to send it out to you. No questions asked. You just cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. And yesterday, a bit about fusion. We'll touch on that. We still got some woke stuff coming up as well. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. The scientific milestone coming as the push to replace fossil fuels is more urgent than ever, with climate change pushing temperatures to catastrophic levels. Scientists tell us there is still a lot of work to do on this, but they say the commercial viability of nuclear fusion could be within reach in the next decade. By the way, uh, just to give you guys an idea of, of how huge this is, this could be the biggest thing that we as human beings... Uh, for the planet, for us, may ever do because of what the possibilities are from this. At the same time, it's still a ways away. Some people think it's always another decade out. Some people think it's just a decade out for real. They'll weaponize this. That's something I've been saying, though. This will be weaponized. And we talked to Alex Stone yesterday from ABC News, and he said, look, the thing about this, yes, the weaponization is very real. Don't think it's not. Don't think DARPA in there weren't looking at it and saying, okay, this is what happens, right? They shoot all these lasers into this little box-like thing, and I do mean a box-like thing, like a soccer ball-sized thing, and it goes into it, and it shoots like a hundred and some lasers into this thing that looks like a you know diamondy thing, and they shoot it, and what happens is the energy that it produced – was more than the energy that was used to produce the experiment. And so there was a net gain on energy, and that's how they knew it kind of worked. And we'll get a little deeper into it in a little bit. But the the interesting thing I, I said is, is the weaponization of it. And he says, you know, you're right. Here's the thing. You can now produce, in theory, a bomb that is of the nuclear type without the radiation. Oh. So you could wipe something off the map, and at the same time, with so much of this other stuff, there will be no fallout. Ooh. So to think that there won't be a weaponization of this would be foolish. Don't fool yourself, kids, okay? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. We'll talk a little bit more about this. We've also got uh, yeah some fun stuff. You know, it's Woke Wednesday. It's the last wokeness of the year. So we get ready to take our uh, uh, some time off. So we'll do some woke stuff, including Chris Beck, former Navy SEAL, who transitioned and is now detransitioning and has a warning for people out there. We'll talk about that. Many other things straight ahead. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. 
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Sing it, Burr! Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Yeah, holidays. What are we, uh, what is it today? God, are we, uh, how many days out are we? Are you kidding me now? Are we, we're 11 days away. Sweet mother of goodness. 11 days away from Christmas. Have you got your Christmas shopping in? Mm. Uh, I would love to say that uh, I have. I have. Uh, Santa Claus is done an okay job. Mom and dad, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. This weekend is going to be, as I'd like to say, a scramble to get things done. And it is going to be a scramble indeed. Indeedio. To get stuff done. I don't even know. You know, it's funny because everybody, so I'm talking to my friend here who works here and I said, uh, you know, I have a four-year-old and she is very much, uh, first of all, she's she's fun, crazy wild child. She's got red hair. My, my wife says, I want a ginger. And I'm like, eh, be careful what you wish for. And she got one. I was like, okay, now this is what you got. Uh, so, but Charlie is very much into like shoes. She got a Build-A-Bear over the weekend, uh, and uh, grandma, grandma gave her some money, and, and the kids, because we were in San Diego, and, and so she got a Build-A-Bear this weekend. <laughs> and the Build-A-Bear was based upon the shoes that she liked, so that's how she started. She found these shoes, and she liked them, so from there it was, all right, now I need to find a bear that matches the shoe or an animal that matches the shoe, and then we'll find an outfit. And I was like, okay. And she, that, that's it. That's the way she did. So she's very, you know, I'm like, I don't know if Santa Claus brings shoes. We're going to find out. We're going to find it. She's like Elton John. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet, text, pronoun Wednesday? No. Excitement Wednesday? No. Woke Wednesday? Yeah. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? Fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of trans with a whole family. So let's go. Rock Frog's pronouns. That sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. Time to get woke, baby. You know what I'm saying? And we do this each and every Wednesday. We get woke. We break things down for you. Talk about the insanity that's out there. Uh, You know, it's very interesting. You know, we'll get to the drag show thing. Uh, you know, there was a, a theater during a Christmas stream drag show in San Antonio. Armed protesters gathered outside. I don't know if we need that. Uh, the Texas Freedom Force. Uh, but here's the thing. When you start bringing kids into it, I, I'm sorry. You know, no, 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 you don't. 
You, you don't. And look, I'm as open and free as anybody, but I've seen some of the stuff. I've been to drag shows. I lived in Palm Springs for almost a decade, right? And so, so that's a no, by the way. For 12, 14 years, it's sorry, it's not. That's a no. Let alone children, children. Like if I if I found out that my kid saw a show, like, and everybody's like, it's stupid, it's harmless. Okay, here's a question. So I've got a four-year-old little girl and I got a 12-year-old little boy. If I took my little if my little girl saw a drag show at school and the way that some of these things are, and even though that because trust me, there many of them are comedians, and by the way, they're not trans. So can we just stop that? Because, uh, oh, you're transphobic. They're not trans. <laughs> but they push the envelope big time because they're also showmen and women. And they push the envelope. I would lose my freaking mind. Well, that's just ridiculous, Chad. That, 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 that's just, that's, 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 that's ridiculous. They would never, they would. I've seen it. You've seen it. People posting videos of little kids stuffing G strings. And I'm sorry. That's a no, no for me. But here's something. If I took my son to cheetahs or, you know, the lingerie lounge and we went to the champagne room and he's getting lap dances, people flip out and rightly so. Rightly so. But this is the battleground of which we find ourselves in this woke, wacky world. That if you don't want your four-year-old reading about men having sex or, or, or you know, any of this wacky stuff that's out there, and I've seen some of the books and don't tell me that's not. Yes, it is. It is ridiculous, some of the stuff that's out there. If, if this is where we are in this world, that you're like, you know what? She's four. She doesn't need to read that. Oh, it's because you're a hater. No, it's because that's what it is. I'm not going to take her to an R-rated movie either. Hey, kids, we're watching The Exorcist tonight. Grab your popcorn. This is going to be great, especially when she grabs the, the cross and stabs herself in the hoo-ha. What happened to common sense? I'm curious about that. Not appropriate in front of a child. I mean, come on now. This isn't Barney over here. By the way, if you watch the Barney uh, just a little side note here. If you watch the Barney documentary, Barney's pretty dark. Now, he's not dark on stage, but it, it, it's dark. But this is a, not a good thing. I'm, I'm, and this is me being a dad. I don't want my son to go to it. I don't want, now, when he gets 18, when he gets 17, 16, when he understands things a little bit more, yeah, you know what? There's, there's age appropriateness. That's also something that we have lost our plot on. That's somehow saying, hey, you know what? There's age appropriate things, and that ain't a one of them. So I'm suggesting this. Maybe you guys want to help me out with this. If we're going to have drag shows at the libraries, I want to have stripper shows at the libraries. They can do all kinds of stuff. First of all, they're going to show you how strong they are, how dancing is a wonderful way to keep themselves ready and rolling and, and with solid fitness. We're going to bring in a pole and they're going to show their upper body strength and how flexible they are. And all that is going to be going on while they're reading a book to a child. See how that plays itself out. This country is backpedaling in a nationwide agenda to dispose of the transphobic contribution to this nation and to this nation and culture. We love drag. Drag is a space for creation and liberation. And we will not stand for a community that we love going down in the trenches due to a narrative that is false. It's not. It's not. And by the way, if you love drag, and, I, and I've talked to several drag uh, performers, one of them out here, of course, there's a big Carrie Lake controversy about that. And 
And he said, it's a she. It's not a she. The 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 artist on stage is playing a she. He said, uh, no, there's, we, uh, that's, no, that's the, the, there's an appropriate time for things. There is. People who have agendas push things. So people who are part of a drag community, which again, knock yourself out. By the way, if you've never been to a drag show, it is hilarious and funny. It has. Been to a couple of them. Why is that? I lived in Palm Springs. So I got zero problems with it. Go do it if you want to. If it's age appropriate, fantastic. But don't tell me that you being a performer is one thing, but performer activist is another thing. An activist, much like teachers, is a wholly different world. And things are being pushed. Don't tell me that. Common sense has lost its way. 100%. Lost its way in this world. You think so? I no so. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. His name is Chris Beck. He is a Navy SEAL. And I say he because he was a she and is now detransitioning back to being Chris Beck, the man. Well, the transgender originally started out as and, you know, pretty basic and very rare. And now it's kind of morphed into an ideology. And that's what I'm kind yes. of speaking out about. Speaking about the ideology, I'm not talking about the people. Now, there's a lot yes. of transgender people, great folks, but the ideology is what I'm talking about. It's, it's becoming something where it's being pushed in schools and young teenagers are having surgeries because it's saying they're transgender. It's an affirmation. Once a teenager walks into an office, even if the parents are saying no, that doctor can override that. And that's a problem. And that's a problem. So he's speaking out about it. By the way, he's speaking out about it as a person who's using common sense and talking about the fact that, you know, like, look, this isn't about people who try because there are people out there. I've met people. I've interviewed them when I had my show in Palm Springs and even on that show. They're trans. They're this is what they believe that they're much older. They made decisions later in life. After going through a myriad of of and, and, and they'll tell you this back in the day psychological testing then psychological study meaning live as a woman or live as a man for a year going through things before they ever got to the point where they were deciding to change their physiology and their biology you know as far as the 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 hormones and whatnot not anymore and that's what he's worried about here as soon as I started speaking out and saying that I think these teenagers need more time, they also need to reclassify transgender is gender dysphoria. It used to be in uh, you know the psychologist manual for you know mental health issues. Now they've gotten rid of that, and now as soon as somebody goes in there and says anything even close to transgender, you basically label transgender and you start pushing your surgery. That's what I'm trying to stop. There's a lot of yes. great people out there who are transgender, not transgender, everything. Yeah. Again, he's not trying to say there are bad people out there that are transgender. I think he wants to take that myth away, and that's that's rightly so. Each person you have to judge individually. It's not about that. And the dysphoria he talks about is very real, and we'll touch on that uh, in a second. But this right here is is a wake-up call, and common sense needs to come back. The rest of the world is stepping away from this because they realize activism got a hold of it, and then it became business. And business is booming. And to keep business booming, you have to make sure you have more customers. And anybody who comes out against you, you got to make sure you destroy. If doctors would be honest and give the entire story, 
then I wouldn't even be on here right now. I would have gone about my life quietly. I would have been on my farm. You never would have heard from me. Tucker, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be on here. But yeah. we have to be here because nobody is standing up for these kids. Now, if there's a bunch of kids that are transgender and they grow up and they'd be happy and they're 80 years old and they're still happy, you know, that's great. But there's a lot of kids who are getting caught up in this huge tidal wave of popular transgender culture, popular transgender ideology, and that is wrong. Yeah. And here's the thing. He talked about the mental health issue, and we touched on it earlier. If you missed the show, grab the podcast. We went a little bit deeper. But uh, uh, a, a psychiatrist at John Hopkins who, along with many others, classified this as a mental health disorder. It was a big thing. Paul McHugh, the former uh, chief uh, psych, uh, of the psychiatric uh, uh, of psychiatry at John Hopkins, helped. Uh, you know, I mean, the whole nightmare that went on there about people for years that said, "Look, this is a psychiatric disorder. This is a mental health issue. There are a lot of things here going on." Uh, and and what ended up happening is they slowly but surely reclassified it pulled it away and it's nuts he said and he was the chief of psychiatry from 75 to 2001 still believes transgender is largely a psychological problem not a biological problem at the title of uh, university distinguished service at professor john uh, hopkins uh, medicine he continued to wield enormous influence in certain circles and is quoted frequently on gender issues in conservative media well, he's getting quoted more and more now because people are looking around going, mm, maybe he was right. He was absolutely right. And the grifters that take advantage of young children. That's the evil that's going on. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet us, man. We were really long here. Uh, Omaha Steaks, incredible. Love it. Delicious. Amazing. Last night, got home. Guess what we had? Omaha Steak Tacos. That's right. My wife grilled up some burger and steak. We matched it up. We cut it up. It was the most delicious, incredible thing. I had way too many. Not a great way to lose weight, but a great way to enjoy life with the family. I love it. It's amazing. Right now, 50% off site-wide. Use code Benson on the way out. You save an extra $40. Virtually nothing. You're going to get the best. Let's say last night we had Blue Butcher's Filet uh, Tacos. In Incredible, because it was Tuesday. On top of that, and it was delicious, the memories. You're going to give a gift that you're going to be able to enjoy with the family, but you're going to get a gift as well that are going to be giving you opportunities to have amazing memories. Right now, take advantage of this and all the other deep discounts uh, when you go there and use code Benson. But look at the amazing stuff. And if you have not got yourself a Christmas dinner, they've got it for you. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. Saves you an extra $40. 50% off site-wide. Minimum order required. OmahaSteaks.com. Use code Benson on the way out. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson saves you an extra $40. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Messi dances around, turns the corner, gets inside of him, cuts it back. Julian Alvarez, 3 0 Argentina. What a performance tonight! Yeah, yesterday, uh, Messi put 
Argentina on his back, and they dispose quite easily. The best game they have played. They have not looked great up until this point. And they dispatched uh, Croatia, the the finalist in uh, and runner-up in the last World Cup, and the team that kind of surprised everybody again. Uh, it was an amazing performance. And I told my buddy in the middle of the game, because I thought Croatia kind of had the beating of everybody, the way that they play the game and everything, that, hey, uh, about five minutes in, you know, they were worried. Messi's kind of limping. He's holding the back of his hamstring. Uh, you know, they get a penalty. He scores the goal. And he kind of comes alive. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, it's one of those things where, and, and I've had it when I was playing, uh, you feel it. You got a game, you know, where, where it's coming. You could feel it. The third goal they scored, Julian Alvarez there. Lionel Messi uh, went up against the guy that has been kind of the revelation for the Croatian team. And everybody's looking at purchasing and spending big money on to, for, them to, for him to play on their team. He danced around him and made him look like he was a child. This guy's like six foot four. Messi looks like a child. And it was insane. And uh, it was just crazy. It was crazy. My, my, my stepdaughter, Lily, she says to me, she says, uh, hey, hey, she goes, Chad, uh, so today's game, you know, you know, we're talking about Messi. And I said, you're watching utter greatness in a way that you, you may not realize. Not a moment in time, but maybe a culmination of that. They'll face the winner of today's game, uh, Morocco versus France. Morocco. Been the Darlings' first African team to get to this level. Uh, this is their chance to for the whole continent. And they've put on extra planes, flown them all in, the opportunities in front of them. Unfortunately for them, I do believe the fairy tale ends today. They take on a Kylian Mbappe, who is the best player in the world right now, and a France team that is on fire and looking to repeat. The first team, I think it's 60 years maybe, to repeat. So tonight, uh, I think the fairy tale comes to an end, but it should be a tough game. But I think France gets ahead, and if they score early and the game opens up, it could get ugly. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. You have a great rest of your day. We got you over the hump. We'll do it again tomorrow. As always, my friends, night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.